This session is brought to you with the help of Sundial Cannabis, the natural alternative for modern wellness. Hello and welcome to Sessions by the Herb Life. My name is Tiana, your friendly sessions facilitator, and we are back for season two with a new lineup of women, mostly with a sprinkling of man here and there, who have made cannabis their business. Sessions is a podcast that aims to bring forth the conversations that are happening on the ground of the cannabis industry to generate new ideas and highlight the dedication of some of the plant's greatest advocates. By bringing together a rotating roster of people with an emphasis on women and diversity, we hope to share with you the passions, the challenges and the triumphs of those working in the cannabis space. Much like you, my job really is to sit back and enjoy the ride. This session, you'll hear from sister duo Zia and Tamu Stolby, who have been working together for, well, forever. The work ethic on these two women perfectly encapsulates the hustle mentality we all hear about in the cannabis space. They have several businesses in operation, all centered around the cannabis plant, which in their words was the missing link in their professional careers. They now have a thriving creative agency working with cannabis LPs and brands alike. They have an apparel line with a focus on sustainability and they have an event company catering to the ever-growing demand of infused cannabis dining. Interestingly, the core of all of their businesses seem to be collaboration, partnering with creatives and industry professionals from all disciplines to create robust and diverse services as part of their offerings. Diversity is, of course, at the crux of this conversation, Tamu and Zia being two women of colour in what we know to be an industry still working on creating and maintaining a space where people from all walks of life have equal opportunity. They discuss their aspirations for themselves and the industry as a whole, and also their journey working together as sisters, which for anyone but these two would be challenging to say the least. In fact, most of the local industry know them only as the Stolby sisters, and perhaps like me, you'll realise just how close these two are as they're often finishing each other's sentences. So without further ado, I will pass it on to Zia and Tamu Stolby. Hey yo, Stolby sisters here. I'm Tamu. And I'm Zia Stolby. And today we're going to be discussing women and diversity in the cannabis space, a topic that's quite close to our hearts. And we've explored this uh, quite often in this industry so far, but I'm going to delve a bit deeper today with each other for the first time <laughs> interviewing, um, which is great. So I guess we'll start by discussing a bit about our initial experience in coming into the cannabis space and uh, why diversity and being in this industry is so important to us. Tam, why don't you take it away with uh, how we started here? Well, I think the piece that was really important for me, uh, based on the fact that we had come from working in other very male-dominated industries um, in tech and um, our other business partner in the Coven Club, Sarah Lehman, uh, working in law and criminal defense was really what we've seen um, and in the industries that we've been working in for the last few years, the importance of supporting women in those positions and women in entrepreneurship in those spaces. And increasingly, the conversations surrounding the importance of 
diversity, uh, both with women, but also with minorities in those in those spaces. And so I think seeing as the cannabis industry is a new booming and burgeoning industry. industry, it then really became the most important industry to look at right now to not repeat some of the previous mistakes we've seen happen in some of the other booms like in the tech industry. So I think for me, it was really in seeing sort of this new emerging industry with so many opportunities where basically you have a clean slate to build an entire industry from the ground up and the importance of making sure that that's done in a way that is really representative of women and of minorities and just really to address a lot of the equality issues that we have in a lot of other other industries in this one from the job. from the ground up yeah and um, yeah we work in events and and the media side of things in the cannabis space and so um, exploring that experience where we come from a background in the film industry where it was um, you know it conventionally male dominated um, a lot of other the industries like Tam was talking about with the tech industry really important for us to be able to have a chance this time, <laughs> have a voice this time, and be able to support others through our journey in taking the leap of faith to jump in something that was kind of unknown. I mean, it's the wild, wild west right now. We're kind of experiencing that in cannabis across the board. And it was really important for us to a, be able to have access to this industry in this way from the jump, but also in lifting others up throughout it and, you know, kind of collectively taking each other on this journey where it's possible this time. So yeah, we just like to explore some of the challenges past, present and future that we've experienced um, and that we're in, but looking to the future as being pretty positive. What do you, what are your thoughts? Uh, past challenges. Again, I think we've just touched on that. It's really the fact that there are the same challenges as we've seen in, in all of the, the previous industries where we've seen a, uh, a boom happen and we've seen a flood of investment dollars come into uh, an entire industry. And in that process, we've seen women and a lot of minorities shut out from those early stages of an entire creation of a new industry. And so we then are building businesses from the ground up that aren't representative of those things, mm-hmm. um, which then in turn creates an entire industry that is not representative of, of those things. And I think it. that yeah. we are then needing to look down the line, like has happened in the tech industry. Now we're years later, we realize a lot of the, the flaws and the cracks in that. And we see the impacts of that. And then we see businesses hiring diversity teams and needing to address those things much further down the line mm-hmm. when those uh, structures could have been created differently from the start. And so I think as far as past challenges, though, some of those things are obviously specific to us, other other of those things are are just kind of um, the industry and really just society in 
general across the board. But I think that that is really what we have the opportunity now, which brings us to the present, to change in this very moment, because we are building now an entire industry uh, with every individual piece on an international level. And we have the opportunity really this time in a very powerful way to change what a lot of those conversations even look like. Mm -hmm. And I think especially with the level of funding and investment uh, dollars and opportunities uh, in this industry right now, it's really important to be having those conversations as much as we possibly can and with each other and also just in um, in that very public way, because I think that is part of what hasn't been done in the past. And I think this is a little bit, you know, the shift that follows the sort of post-Trump era mm-hmm. women's uprising <laughs> yep. that has really been going on for the last uh, the last few years. We now. all feel it. <laughs> and and so I think that part of part of that, you know, has spawned a lot more conversation surrounding uh, a lot of these a lot of these issues. And, you know, we're just trying to make sure that our voices and we're representing a lot of other people's voices and those voices are heard in in a, in a more public way and on a higher platform. Yeah. And positioning is very important. Us being in Canada and being, you know, in Hollyweed North, as we call it, or trying to develop that here. Um, you know, we have a position in internationally with all eyes on us with some of the best cannabis that exists on the planet and the most access and most information. And, you know, if we can use media and use, you know, the sources that we have here to provide that on a larger scale and reach a larger audience to state the realities of what this industry looks like and the realities of, um, you know, what we're dealing with. I think that's really important to use your voice in that way. And that's what we endeavor to do, um, being on the media side of things and having that chance to, you know, create a vlog and create content that is representative of what we're actually experiencing and actually working with. Because I think a lot of um, media also gets, uh, gets skewed in a lot of ways and shown a different facet of what is the reality. Right. And so yeah. we're, we're really focused on sharing the truth in things and sharing, uh, you know, real stories and de- storytelling um, that shows an honest representation of of what the cannabis culture and what the cannabis industry is actually like, because that also will shape the future of cannabis consumers and cannabis users in general, because it's not necessarily what people have seen in the past um, cannabis been represented as, you know, typical stoner culture. um, You know, a lot of things have changed where all of a sudden the public eye is seeing, oh, cannabis legalized and cannabis is here and it's a good thing now and CBD and there's Mm -hmm. all these angles, you know, that are coming at people, but they don't really know what to do with it. They don't really know what the truth in the matter is when they've been told for so long that cannabis is also the gateway to the worst thing you can do to now be some of the best things you can do. And so I think a lot of people are realizing the missing link in that they're like yeah there's a lot of confusion you know what were we what were we missing and there's obviously 
you know, I'm seeing it like any other industry. There's entrepreneurs in this, there's driven people, there's, you know, all, all these different things that doesn't quite equate to what they are used to seeing. So we really wanted to uh, represent that also and, and show the truth and, you know, using media always as the platform is the best way to do it. I agree. Yeah. So um, the importance of supporting and advancing female and women entrepreneurs in the cannabis space, as well as having the allies support. So why don't we delve a bit deeper into that? Yeah, I think, again, that comes down to, uh, you know, we touched on it a bit earlier, but it is that community building piece, the ability to bring your skill set and your skill set that you may have from previous and different industries that you've worked in prior to the cannabis industry and to be able to bring that expertise and those stories into the forefront (laughs) in this industry and network with the and work with the other women and allies that want to see this industry advance in all of those same ways. So I think the that's why, you know, obviously, at this in these early stages, it really is about putting yourself out there in the community, uh, finding out and really talking to people what the what the issues are, and Mm -hmm. what what areas things can be addressed and improved in. And I think, really just building that community. It's another, it's another ground up kind of operation and it needs to be done in this industry in a very powerful way, because in order for us to not repeat some of the mistakes that we've addressed earlier that have, um, you know, happened in, in most other booms and industries prior to to this we women really need to be taking charge mm-hmm. and taking the lead Take in the reins ladies in a way that is um much more much more powerful i guess i would say and on uh, on a much larger scale and larger platform than has been done previous for sure and, and i didn't say evening out the playing field from the get-go you yeah know, i mean that includes in like positions in, uh you know women putting themselves in the position to seek investment funding in those like early days and stepping into the rooms and sitting at the tables where the conversations are happening in those early stages and traditionally most of the time those are tables and rooms that women are not in. And so I think that's really where the, the key sort of point right now in, in this industry is because we are looking at so many businesses that are being built involving investors and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, acquisitions of former smaller companies that are now merging into legal framework. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's really looking at who remains in those um, highest positions positions, and who still has a voice as to how those businesses ultimately mm-hmm. are run, how the marketing is done for in those businesses and have a much more balanced. Approach. Yeah. What the goals are going forward, because I think that's where the waters really do start to get, um, 
muddied for sure because a lot of a lot of marketing that is even done in industries is marketing that's done by men for women. Mm-hmm. It's not women that are doing it necessarily. For women. And yeah. so I think that it's really we're seeing a very interesting shift in this industry because we're seeing a lot of women right now who and and even a lot of uh, a lot of businesses that are fully led by women mm-hmm. and we're seeing what that 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 sometimes looks very different what the shift looks like um yeah. in how they approach yeah things. how they approach things and how they Perceive want business. to market mm-hmm. and what their long-term strategies and goals are and I think that that's really important because mm-hmm. that's going to and allies too that mm-hmm. really are supportive of women and want to encourage a much more even playing field because I think that that is going to give us in just in society in general a much more a much more even playing field yeah but but also just um you know much more representative of what What we'd like what people in in society actually want and are looking for and not just a small segment of mm-hmm. of society being represented. Yeah. And being and so that, I think that, that that is what's really important. Totally. And being that cannabis is at its core such a connection tool. In the honesty of of the word, cannabis is the connection tool on the planet and I think everyone that knows it and knows the plant in its in its entirety can attest to that, that it's, that's the basis of this entire industry is creating a community attached to the plant that gives you that connection from the basis. It gives you that nurturing, those nurturing properties from the get go. You know, that's what cannabis provides. So, and I mean, it's true. The cannabis that everyone um, is after right now, the, is the female plant. Mm -hmm. And so I think that comes down to, again, what nurturing those uh some of those important pieces are represented and how those tie back to why you're choosing and how we advance the plant basically on the planet and how you're choosing the products that you're going to you know attach yourself to and align with and pick and choose for whatever reasons you know like it really does come down to a more spiritual wellness connection it comes down to like you know, mothers choosing what they are for their families. It comes down to, um, you know, who's the buying, most buying decisions in households. It yeah. comes down to all those pieces that aren't necessarily explored when you're just looking at it as a, um, as a recreational substance, but also the multifacets of this industry, it, people are coming at it from so many sides. I mean, even mm-hmm. for, for us with the businesses that we have, I mean, we have an apparel company, we have an events company, we have mm-hmm. a creative agency, mm-hmm. we have, um, you know, like all these pieces that are coming from many different facets of life and many different angles and all connected through cannabis. And like we were doing these things before, yeah. you know, like years ago in yeah. other industries. And now for the first time, it's really interesting for even us to explore and like kind of take a step back and look because cannabis has been the connection tool through all of it. Mm-hmm. And it's um, quite amazing to see that journey actually be the truth. And for so many and people that for we so know many people, actually that's too. The same um, and I think that's the common thing about people 
with their cannabis journey too. And you do hear it from a lot of, a lot of, uh, entrepreneurs Mm -hmm. in, in the space that are women have very similar, uh, experiences in that way that led them on that path and to the journey to cannabis and the reasons why they want to advance the plant and their, and their businesses in the way that they do. And a lot of that comes down to the sharing of information and real stories Mm -hmm. with, with other women and the sense of empowerment then that that gives on a much larger scale. scale. And I think that that's, that is exactly what, what really ties back to this diversity piece Mm -hmm. is the fact that women are looking a lot of the time for, to connect with or see another woman who they view as more similar to to themselves. Mm -hmm. And so especially in business, they're looking for mentors and, and I'd say men are looking for that too on the scale. um, Humans are looking for that. It's just, it gets very misguided when you're not developing that and not honoring that from the get go. It becomes, becomes very clouded. That is at the basis of all business, all deals, all things that get done on this earth, that's the basis of it. We all want to be seen. We all want to be heard. We all want relatable examples of people that feel, look, and sense like us. Yeah. And it's not secular to women. It's just that we have different traits than sometimes men often do. And they are looking for quite similar things at the grand scheme of things. It just... It, it sometimes gets clouded. I mean, and you see it all the time in industries that are traditionally more male dominated. There will be women who work in those industries, but a lot of the time they are still taking a backseat kind of position or a behind the scenes position um, and not putting themselves on that same platform or on that same level as the men with their exact same skill sets mm-hmm. in those industries. 100%. And I've certainly seen that very often in the tech industry would be a prime example, mm-hmm. but in finance, obviously uh, in law. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's about changing the perception. Yeah. And the, and the looks. way that, um, that I think people are maybe approaching looking for those connection pieces in those early days when they are looking and seeking, like you said, men will go and seek mentors in business much more easily than a lot of women will even start that process. Yeah. And without sort of, and I think that's just a time, a timing thing. It's just, Mm -hmm. uh, it hasn't been long enough where there have been a lot of examples of women in high power positions in these booming industries in modern times Times, right now, really taking the lead and taking the charge, going after investment dollars in a comparable way to the way that a lot of men do. And so I think that the more that that's happening, the more women that do want to start businesses or have started businesses and maybe are figuring out those pieces (laughs) will seek that additional information or those mentors or that community to assist them to get there. And we have seen in the last few years, a lot of business communities specifically targeted at women or women and allies pop up, including investment circuits and accelerators and all kinds of different avenues that 
previously did, certainly didn't exist on the level that they no, um, do now. Mm-hmm. And we need much more of it. Mm-hmm. We're nowhere close to where we obviously need to be. Mm-hmm. But it, it is very important to have those conversations and to be looking at uh, pushing things and carrying things forward in that direction for the future yep. as we progress here. And yep. especially as we progress on an international level yep. in cannabis and hemp, that's, it's yep. very important. Because at the end of the day, it's power in numbers and women are half the population and we just need to be able to balance that out. And that's that's that. So um, another important piece to us that um, we share and have mm-hmm. in our unit, but uh, uh, lots of people look to us because they enjoy it as well is being able to have working relationships with our siblings or family mm-hmm. or a group that is as, as close as that. Um, what is that like working with me, Tam? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it, it's, it definitely is unique. There's not many people that, uh, that do it. And we yeah. definitely get uh, a lot of questions on, on that. It provides amazing, you know, I mean, it's it's a, it's an amazing life Peace. experience yeah. to be able to Share both such a strong work bond. and and um you know and have your have your family in that same dynamic. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that also poses challenges too. Sure does. And they're just uh, they're just different ones. Different ones. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I think it you know I certainly wouldn't uh, wouldn't trade that for anything and it's a support system like no other because if you already have a very close relationship like we do where you've grown up together essentially being inseparable (laughs) you know um then that uh you're translating that into business business building and you have there's a lot of people that go and do that really on their own completely. Mm -hmm. And they feel sometimes very alone in that, even Mm -hmm. if they do have mentors, even if they do, they feel like they don't have someone that is extremely close to them that understands certainly the entrepreneurship struggles that, uh, that people understand, um, especially in the those startup days, right? And where they do need a lot of support. support. And so I think, to have that family piece is amazing, whether it's a sibling or, uh, you know, we've seen in Cannabis too some like mother-daughter duos or cousins. There's a lot of, yeah. And so uh, I think that it's amazing to to be able to see more of that. And I think I've seen more of that in the cannabis industry yep, than I have sure. in any other any industry other. that yep. we've, uh, that we've worked in before. Yeah. A uh, lot of power couples. Yeah. <laughs> uh, power duos. And, and I guess I should say too about that power couples where women are at the helm actually. Yep, that's very true. And not power couples where it's more like the man's taking the lead for sure. And the woman's like the assistant, like actually the complete Reverse. opposite. Yeah right many times and so we're much more even so i think that uh that's amazing to see i've I've actually we've actually encountered it a lot in cannabis where there are a lot of men who are actually like ask my wife she runs the numbers of this business and i think that's amazing to see because that's not quality right not (laughs) common in other in a lot of other industries yeah and so that that piece too is is really really important but i think 
if you don't have the family piece, then the, that sense so of community, chosen family. yeah, exactly. That sense of community is just as important. Yeah. And it's definitely, it's just here. you have to find your people. That's yeah. all. Your people that right. resonate uh, with you, you and it's important with. to to go out and and do that because those are the people that are going to be able to assist you on that journey. They have stories and advice and different experiences than, than you may, some of the similar ones that you can relate over. And I think that that is, is really, really important and really crucial in high stress circumstances and which obviously a lot of people are in in this industry right now because yeah. there's a lot of uncertainty. Yeah. Things are very sure. people are in startup mode in in businesses. We're yeah. basically in the equivalent boom of the tech boom in the valley sure. out here, especially like in BC, like For in the sure. hub. And so what we've seen over the last year is a lot of changes, almost changes by the day, and uh, a lot to keep up with, and a lot of circumstances that are certainly stressful. Yeah. And I think additionally, cannabis is an amazing tool for that as well. For sure. (laughs) Um, So that is well paired, I think, actually, in this industry. And we have seen a lot of talk about a lot of talk about that, too, in using cannabis for for mental health and for Absolutely. wellness and everything, but uh, allow yourself the, the break. Yeah. Say, that's <laughs> the advice. If you have someone that you align with, that you can share in cannabis, share in business, share in enjoyment through life, allow yourself to take that break with them. And, you know, as much as we're hustling to get things done, um, you know, that's an important piece too. Sometimes that's an accountability uh, piece as well, especially yeah. if you're <laughs> a workaholic person, yeah, um, is to be that, able so. to, uh, yeah, hold you know yourself and the other people around you accountable for also that work-life balance yeah. piece, and I think sometimes that uh, that's what is nice about having your family there is you're able to do uh, a bit more of both. Yeah, and sometimes it's just even about having that small window of time where you just say, okay, we need like to just go for a walk or we need to yeah take a break to reset or or something and I think that sometimes that's also something that's not done in a lot of other industries where people are just in that like max grind mode mode, Mm -hmm. because they they are not able able to to kind of yeah pull that uh life balance piece back into the picture yeah so social gatherings yeah we always wanted to create things that we were passionate about doing enjoyed doing as our like regular things like hobbies as well like Mm -hmm. we were always entertaining and we were always you know did have those social elements and community elements that we developed in our social settings as Mm -hmm. well and turning that into the business that is now flourishing that we see and you know we were also on set together yeah. every day when we were yeah. younger. And I think it's film, chosen so family is part of that picture too, because we have align. a lot of friends that now through us work in the cannabis industry. The so cannabis I think that provides that piece as well. Or understand it right? through experience. Yeah. That's a different piece too. Not only the ones that would take the leap to work in it, but also just breaking the stigma of what cannabis is yeah a lot of our friends and a lot of people that yeah are new consumers or you know were very rigid in their viewpoint before yeah have 
broken that seal and seen the truth. And so again, it brings it back to cannabis as a connection tool, what it provides, the industry that we're in, in the opportunity that exists right now for us and the world. Pretty great. Pretty great. Well, I think that concludes our uh, time with the Herb Life sessions. Thank you for having us. It was a yes. great, great time. And uh, look forward to seeing you in the outer world. Thank you. Thank you.